Hey, y'all. Did you miss us? <laughs> Welcome back to this week's episode of Adulting Unscripted. Here is your breakdown. First, we're going to give you our highs and lows. You can just put it in there it and forget about it and do your laundry. And you it's can. just like. <laughs> Those are all facts. I'm not going to dispute any of that because that's all very true. And it's like, can y'all like not come for my <laughs> neck right now just because I don't have like a fucking air fryer? Like, can we not? Right after that. Honestly, y'all, it's been a minute. So we had a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't beat myself up about missing a workout or missing two workouts or three workouts in a row. As long as I get back on in, I'm like, okay, now we're back like we never left. So grab a snack, get comfortable, and join us. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh my guys, girls, gays, and theys. We are back. Finally. Welcome to another episode of Adulting Unscripted, where we are always unscripted. A bit unconventional. But mostly unbothered. And as always, I am your boy Sam. And I'm your girl Lady Q. What it do? So, you already know what's coming up. Let's just jump into it. It's been far too long. I know. All right, highs and lows. Here we go. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, you can start. Okay. 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 Um, I think I'm going to start with my low just because I just want to get it out of the way. Um, So my low would have to be um, is that basically lately I've been feeling like a lot of like anxiety Mm -hmm. Um, so much to the point where I like had like a physical reaction um, to the point where I like literally had to go to the hospital. Oh my God. Yeah. It was not a cute time. Um, luckily my boyfriend, he's amazing. Shout out to him. He like came and picked me up and like took me to the hospital. They prescribed me some medication to help me like control it. And yeah. So that was like not a cute time. Oh dang. Yeah. So that would definitely be my low, but like, it's kind of like a low with a silver lining because a, I'm getting the help I need. Mm-hmm. And B, the medication that they prescribed me is a controlled substance. And it's like one of those kind of controlled substances. Like you can't mix it with alcohol. Mm-hmm. So it's like really curved my drinking. Okay. And so I'm like kind of looking at it in that light. Um, it's been helping a lot. I'm actually able to sleep at night and not like wake up in the middle of the night with my heart racing and then not being able to go back to sleep and then trying to go to work and be a real human being. Like that was damn near impossible, which is why I had like a physical reaction. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a low, but you know. Okay, but like you said, it's a low with a silver lining. So yeah. that's better than just a straight out low. Yeah, true, <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, and so what would your high be? My high would be, <laughs> again, shout out to my boyfriend. He's amazing. Um, I've been talking about air fryers forever. Yes. And I, I love key, like talk shit about people who have air fryers because I just feel like once you get an air fryer, like you just like sign your soul away to like the devil. Like I feel like you just like joined a cult. And the reason I say that is because I've never met anybody like you tell somebody you don't have an air fryer who has an air fryer. And the first thing they do is start like speaking all this propaganda at you <laughs> about like why you need an air fryer and why it's necessary and how much they love theirs and how much you're missing out. And it's just like, girl, you don't need one. I have one. You don't need one, but I do love mine. <laughs> I feel like every time I meet somebody who has an air fryer and I tell them I don't have an air fryer, they're like, what? Oh my God. You don't know. Seriously. Like I thought I was, <laughs> 
never gonna use it and I use it all the time like you need an air fryer you can reheat french fries like you can reheat McDonald's chicken nuggets it doesn't matter what it is like it's just so much crunch it's just so good it just saves you so much time you can just put it in there forget about it and do your laundry and it's just like (laughs) those are all facts I'm not gonna dispute any of that because that's all very true and it's like can y'all like not come for my neck right now just because I don't have like a fucking air fryer like can we not but um he got me an air yeah, fryer. You joined the cult, didn't you? Yeah. And don't you love it? Don't you just want to shout I about do. how much you love it? Because you can read fries do. and nuggets and everything else. So, it's so crispy. Before the show started, I was <laughs> telling you how I had curly fries for breakfast. Definitely made them in my air fryer. And they were definitely delicious. Yes, before the show, I made myself like this little tuna bagel. I, I toasted my bagel in my air fryer. I don't have a toaster. Yeah. So like I I use it all the time. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, my favorite is Welcome like to the cult. Right, I know, right? Like, sign me away. (laughs) Um, My favorite is, like, I get up for work or whatever, and, like, I'll just, like, I'm not, like, a breakfast eater. You know what I mean? And when I do eat breakfast, I normally don't eat breakfast food. And then, like, for lunch really is what I'm getting at. That's really what I should be focusing on. When For lunch, like, when I'm at work and I have my lunch hour... I normally don't pack a lunch because if I didn't cook the night before, like, there's no way in hell I'm waking up early enough to, like, make a lunch. I mean, make breakfast or make my lunch. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm waking up just enough in time to get my shit together and get out the door and be to work on time, hopefully. So I love the air fryer because I can buy, like, little frozen, like, for instance, last week I had, like, frozen, like, chicken strips. Mm -hmm. And, like, I can, like, wake up, run downstairs, drop a few of them in the fucking air fryer, close that bitch, turn it on, and get dressed and then, like, I don't have to worry about, like, you know, like, with an oven, like, it doesn't turn off. Right, exactly. With an air fryer, like, I can just set it for however long it needs to be on, put it in there, forget about it, let it cool down in case it gets done before I do. I'm getting dressed. When I come downstairs, take it, put it in some Tupperware, I'm out the door. Yeah. And now I have lunch, and I don't have to spend money. I, listen, I love it. Yeah, I was, like, when, when they came out at first, I was very skeptical, too, because I was like, why do I need this? This is just another appliance. But I'm a gadget girl. We all know you that. You are. And you are. I was like, I have. I was like, why not? I already have a slow cooker, which I love. I have mm-hmm. a rice cooker, which I love. A George Foreman grill, food processor. Why not get an air fryer? And I got it and I said, Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I needed this in my arsenal, mm-hmm. in my cooking arsenal. Yeah. I just I use it all the time. I make yeah. wings. I make like just all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can bake things in there. It's just. Yeah. I love that thing. Yeah, mine came with like a little cookbook and I was like looking through the cookbook and it had like everything like was like snacks, um, appetizers. Yeah. And yeah, when I saw the desserts, I was like, desserts. Yeah. I was like, girl, what? I mean, I don't really like sweets, but still I was just surprised that it had the capacity to do that. It does. They have these, I think mine has, um, or at least I saw this recipe in a air fryer cookbook. It wasn't the one that that came with mine, but it was like these um, peach hand pies. So basically, it was kind of like, um, like a little peach pie. So it was like crust and the peach filling, or whatever, and then another crust, like a little sandwich, and it's fried and you get a little sweet mm-hmm. with sugar on top. It it looked really good. I want to make that in my air fryer next. Okay. But yeah, I love that thing. What kind? Do you know what kind it is? Like what brand? It's like Go Away USA or some shit. I don't what? know. I don't know. But I mean, I was like YouTubing it, and I was like, like YouTubing people, like, because I was like, stuff. yeah, cooking mm-hmm. stuff. Because I just like wanted <laughs> to know, like, before I like just delved in, dived in, or whatever. And then I like YouTube my specific brand after I like looked at generic, and yeah, I was like, okay, cool. So like, other people have this one. Mm-hmm. Like, people are doing reviews and stuff, and it's good. Okay. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, I'm always telling everybody, like, get one. It's good. And because they're pretty cheap. 
you can get a good, a pretty good one for pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. They have the ones that get kind of expensive where you can do all these fancy things. You can roast and you can do. And I'm like, I don't need all that. Yeah. I just need it to air fry. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. But yeah, you can get it for a pretty decent price and you don't have to fry your food. Yeah. So it's, it feels healthier. Yeah. I mean, it is healthier. It's less oils and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I saw a guy on YouTube cook a whole chicken in his air fryer. I don't know if I would do that, though. It was like, yeah, it was a whole chicken. And it looked really good. I bet it did. It looked really good. <laughs> like, it looked really, like, crisp and, like, all the right places. Like, it looked, like, it looks really fucking good. See, he probably had one of those big fancy ones. Or did yeah. he have the one that was I exactly think he like just has, like, I, th- I don't know if it was exactly like mine. I think it was the same brand as mine, but I don't know if it was the same size as mine. Ah. But mine is pretty, it's a pretty decent size. See, I couldn't fit a whole chicken in mine. Yeah, I don't know if I could fit a whole chicken in mine, but. I could probably fit, like, half a chicken. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But even then, I don't know if I would do that. Yeah, I don't know if I would do that either, but maybe. Like, once I'm, like, deep in it, and I know what the fuck I'm doing, and I'm like, I need a challenge, you know? Maybe I would. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. But, yeah, okay. that's it for me on my highs and lows. Well, I love it. I love that mm. high, because let me tell you, I love an air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I guess it's my turn. Um, Let me think. Just thinking overall... It's been months and months since I feel like we last yeah, connected, so there's been plenty of lows, plenty of highs. Right. But if I had to pick one, I guess it would probably be the low that even was the reason was the last time we recorded. My car died. Like, I had just got mm-hmm. done paying for her, which was the worst part. Right. I had paid her off in August, and I felt so proud. I was like, ooh, my first car I'd ever paid off. I'm about to just ride around in this paid off car for the next, like, five years, not have a car note, just only have to worry about insurance. I was so happy for two months. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, no car note this month, eh, no car note this month, and then that was it. And then my Damn. car died. Right when we got done recording our last episode, I left <laughs> I left Sam's house to leave and go home. Yeah. And couldn't. <laughs> yeah, literally she called me, like, an hour after she left, quote unquote, left, and was like, hey, um... <laughs> Can you, what I don't even remember what you said. Oh, I think I think what it was was somebody was like blocking the path. Oh, my roommate. Truck. Yeah, I needed to come and yeah. get my car. And I was like, "Are you? Where are you?" Like, and you're like, "I'm outside your house." And I was like, "Girl, you left like an hour ago." Yeah, and it's because I was I kept trying to get my car to work, and then when it wouldn't, I was like, "Well, now I need to call someone and be out here till they come." So, anyway, my car died, and it was horrible because I didn't want to have to get another car. I didn't want to have to get another car note. And my mom was saying, like, you should just get a new car. Like, a not a new-to-you car, a new car off the lot. Because she's like, you don't want to have to inherit anybody else's problems anymore. Just get a new car, and then it's yours. And I was like, okay. Honestly, I'm with your mom on that. You know? Is that what you did? That is what I did. Okay! That is what I did. Period. So, um, I don't know if that would necessarily be my high. Even though it was a high. One of them, anyway. Um, getting a new car. So, I don't know if you saw it, but it's the one outside. I, I'm sure I did see it, but I didn't know but that yeah. it was yours. So, yeah. Anyway, I got a new car, so that's exciting, but it comes with a very hefty car note, which is sad. Mm. It's very oh, my God. Expensive. Who do you have car insurance with? Progressive. I used to have... Okay, so I used to have USAA, mm-hmm. and they were the best. And then they dropped me, I think, because I missed a payment and I went to Geico, which they were kind of expensive. Yeah, that's what I heard. I was like, whoa, Geico, I thought you, what happened to the, could save you 15%, you know? Yeah. 
<laughs> you're lying. That gecko is lying to you. <laughs> so then I switched yeah. progressive. Okay, well, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm just going to plant a little bug in your ear. But I happen to work for an insurance company. I'm not going to oh. say which one, but it's none of the ones you just named. So you should just, for shits and giggles, let me draw up a quote and see if I can save you some money. Uh, okay. Yeah. I will. I'm, oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me just, first, let me get to my yeah, actual Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, so, let's start there. <laughs> my actual high, I would say, um, is I started therapy. <gasps> yes. So my job. <laughs> my job. Those are hand claps. Yes. Round of applause. Um, my job offers mental health services. And one of them is, like, therapy. And they have an in-house therapist that they use. And so I was like, I'm going to just book a few sessions with her and just see how it goes. And I was excited because it's a black woman. Period. And I was like, mm, a black woman? Well, let me just go and see what she got to say. Mm-hmm. So I've only had two sessions with her, but they've been great. And I feel like just having that outlet of talking to someone who I don't know and who doesn't know me mm-hmm. and doesn't know anyone in my life. There's no bias. Yeah. So that's just been the best part of it. Because for me, the whole reason I wanted to go was because I feel like I have a hard time talking about my emotions and like expressing them to other people. It's something I Mm -hmm. tend to kind of like keep to myself Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to break out of that. I don't think that's the healthiest approach. So I'm trying to, you know, work through that. And it's just been so great just to have, like I said, have that outlet to talk to her and and she's given me different homework assignments to do and, and to think about. So I just think that's been just such a nice thing. I started, my first session was in December early December and then I had another one like beginning of last week I want to say now she's kind of booked up so I have to I don't think I'm gonna have another one till like March but still it's nice to have her and have that resource so that would be my high that's awesome that's awesome I love that I love that I love that and I really love what you said about um having someone who you don't know and who doesn't know you because a lot of times when people are like anti-therapy which I mean therapy might not be for everyone i personally think it is but other people might think differently Mm -hmm. um so like you know no shade but i just feel like that's one of the main counter arguments i hear about therapy is like how am i going to talk to somebody who doesn't even know me and to me that's like the best part about it because it's like there's no bias they're not going to like show you any type of favoritism they're not going to show you show the other person any type of favoritism because they're annoyed with you like none of that because they literally don't know any of y'all so they're just going to like everything's a blank slate to them yeah. so they have no judgment or no preconceived they are literally anything an outsider looking in being like look from a totally objective point of view mm-hmm. this is how this is coming across this situation right given, you, you know given what you've told me mm-hmm. and um it's great because not only do does she not know me like i said she doesn't know the other people in the situation so it's not like oh well i know them and i have a that doesn't sound like you, them. You know, that doesn't sound like something they would do or that that doesn't seem right or i know you and i know them and i know y'all how y'all function together usually so this is my input on the situation so right there's none of that yeah it's just simply okay well let's get to the root of what's going on exactly so, therapy rules mm-hmm. yes so shit we could go on and on and on i feel like about highs and lows because it has been such yeah, a long it time has. <laughs> so i'm gonna take this moment to do a little recap okay since you know <laughs> y'all have last heard from me and probably since we've last seen each other we yeah. haven't seen each other really no, no. um so I don't know. I think, okay, I think last time I saw I saw y'all or talked to you guys, I think I was in a new relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So that's still going great. Um, 
Also, I've had a birthday since then. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been pretty regularly booking DJ gigs. Yes. Okay. We love that. Yes. Yeah, so um, I did Poppycock, which I think y'all probably may have heard of. Mm-hmm. Right? Were y'all here for Poppycock? I don't um, No, I don't think I, so. I think you maybe had it lined up. Yeah. Okay. So I had that one lined up. And then right after that, I had like the next. So that was in, I think my first one was, it was either September or October. And then somehow I had, oh yeah, I think it was September. And then somehow in October, oh, I got another gig that just kind of landed in my lap. Mm -hmm. And then in November, I DJed for one of the, when I was still working at the medical, the veterinarian hospital. Mm -hmm. One of the doctors there, like the veterinarians, her husband was having a party and she wanted me to DJ the party. So I did that, which was really cute. Got to be in their nice-ass house, eat free food, drink free alcohol. That's one of the perks of being a DJ is, like, you don't really have to pay for a lot of shit. <laughs> and even if, like, you would have to pay for shit, like, people just kind of offer to buy it for you. I mean, yeah, because you're the one, like, facilitating the good time. They right. want you to have a good time. Yeah. And then in December, Poppycock invited me again okay. to come back okay. for Repeat their last business. Poppycock of... Um, of the year or mm-hmm. for a while or period i don't know but it was their final one so it was good and i feel like that was kind of like my best performance to date so i was really excited about that i've also y'all have funny story been good booking these gigs with um this family um that i got put on to they're like very well off grilling for them and so I did their Christmas party and I did their New Year's party. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny to me because if you know me, like, yes, I know how to cook, but like, I'm nobody's <laughs> fucking grill master. <laughs> like, I felt like I was like finessing them. I mean, I was, honestly. I was. I mean, but were you? They hired you. They were like, we want you to do this. So here's how it all happened. So I have a friend who's a bartender uh-huh. and she works at this really, really nice restaurant in Buckhead, mm-hmm. which for those of you guys who might not know what Buckhead is in, in Atlanta, it's kind of like the bougie, like affluent part of the yeah. city, right? Um, one of them, at least. Um, and so basically she sent me and somebody else a message and was like, hey, like these people are looking for uh, a bartender for their their Christmas party can you do it and I saw the message late and I was like yeah I can do it and then she was like oh too late my roommate's already doing it Mm -hmm. but they do need somebody to work the grill are you down and I was like um she was like they're paying 250 (laughs) and I was like oh yeah I'm down (laughs) (laughs) right I'm gonna learn today right right YouTube University right so I was like yeah sure so then like I was like thinking I was like what the fuck like I'm gonna show up and they're gonna be like expecting me to cook all this shit (laughs) and I'm gonna be like so anyways, I'm like, but I'm not backing down, like, whatever. Like, I feel like when the pandemic hit. Sorry, but also I'm just thinking, like, they did hire you, like, sight unseen. That's on them. You yeah. You, I mean, like, yeah, you're paying for you're paying for it. But, like, also, you didn't check no references or anything. You don't know what to expect. That's right. on you. Right, 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 exactly. You get what you get. So I just was like, I'm not moving back down. And then so I told my, I go to my friend. I'm like, hey, so like, am I going to be the only person like working this grill? And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. You'll just be like helping out. Like they're going to have like a main grill person. You'll just be like, you know, helping like oh, with the prep work. And I was like, oh, OK, perfect. Okay. Literally perfect. Girl, I showed up. No one's there but me <laughs> on this goddamn grill. And I was like, so is it just me on the grill? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Like saying it like real, like, you know, chill, like confident. Like, is it just going to be me? And he was like, yep, man, it's all you. And I was oh like, God. okay. I'm dead. I'm dead. But long story short, it ended up being a breeze. All they wanted was smash patties okay, with cheese, which are just like those thin hamburger patties. Mm-hmm. 
and like cheese and a lot of times they're double stacked because they're so thin and then they're because they're so thin people can't be like oh make my medium make my medium well like they're all cooked to temperature Mm -hmm. because they're too thin like either they're cooked or they're not you know what i mean (laughs) um so that's literally it and everyone loved it it was a hit and it paid 250 but i literally walked out of there with 400 dollars. and then the guy who like like tipping you no, they just, just paid, paid me more? extra. Well, you were the only one there, and you yeah, were not expecting that. They paid me extra, so they then they um, invited me. Like the, me and the guy got really cool. Me and my friend's roommate, who was the bartender, like the three of us, like got really cool. Like because he's like just such a great guy. Shout out to him. Shout out to you, um, Will. You're awesome. Shout out to you, Will. Um. So yeah. So yeah. Then he. Next thing you know, I get a text a couple like weeks later asking if me and me and my friends roommate can come back and do it for their new year's party i love this okay I love yeah everything about this. and then they pay me 450 and it was way easier because way less people came to the new year's party and there was like games on so everyone was really just watching the game and they would come down like during commercial breaks or during like halftime or whatever the fuck so i made like and then they were like you sam they're like you know honestly if you have somewhere to be if you have someone to get home to before new year like you can go Ooh. they told me i could go at 11 thank you and I will. And I will. <laughs> and did. I love this for you, though. This is so exciting. That that sounds like a lot of fun. And you get money. I get money. I'm over here Making eating burgers. Networking. It's, networking. All, it's, yeah, it's a Yeah, they were like, is, do you do this for a regular, like, is this what, like, your regular gig? Like, how do you know Will and Madison? And I'm like, I don't, actually. I meant, like, I got put on through a friend. I was like, but I wear a lot of hats. I was like, I DJ. I make music. Like, just, like, really just popping my shit, like, just yeah. letting them know I was like so if you ever need a DJ like you know you can find me here you can find me here like I, I do do events like this or you know if you need someone to work the grills like I also know how to bartend too if you need somebody to do that like girl listen you better be a jack of all trades and get this money right get this money okay right because we're not relying on these one sources of income anymore it's we're just, not honestly honestly though we can't afford to with we these really can't. I, like why are groceries so expensive right now? I can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to survive anyway? But that's super fun. Yeah. Okay. And so I know you've already mentioned that you have a new job. You're no longer working at the vet. How? Do, so what happened there? How did that happen? Because I know last time we were talking, we discussed how you know when it's time to leave a job. Like, right. you know, what you were feeling. So walk me through that. Because, like you know you 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 did you quit the job and or i'm assuming you quit the job Mm -hmm. okay so tell us what happened um so basically what happened was i just kind of like i don't know like (laughs) i'm not middle-aged right and i'm not quarter-aged you know so i don't know like what's in between those um three-fourths i don't know if i can know (laughs) but i was like kind of having like a life crisis yeah and i just really felt like i was working so hard i had nothing to show for it and Mm -hmm. i just like want more which Mm -hmm. by the way i want to bring this up later so hopefully we don't forget but i want to ask you like what your attitude and everything is for the year 2023 and talk about resolutions if you have any oh yeah no i certainly do okay we'll talk about it so my i don't necessarily have resolutions but what i do have is a word for the year Mm -hmm. and my word is more Hey. I want more Hey, for myself, <laughs> for the people the around me. I want more health. I want more wealth. I Come want on, more Lord. money. I want more happiness, more stability, more like financial security, more discipline. Like that. My word is more. Yes. Like that's what I'm focusing on is how can I get more? You know what I mean? You better be DJ Khaled. Talk about another one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm here for the more. Okay. I love so, it. I love it. The reason being is because last Abundance. year I just felt like not enough. Like I felt like 
I wasn't getting enough of mm-hmm. what I needed to like sustain myself like emotionally, physically, uh-huh. mentally, like spiritually. Like I just felt like depleted like across the board. And really what happened, what kicked it off was like the time change mm-hmm. because I was working them 10 hour shifts. So I'm getting up at like 6 a.m. And by the time I, so then it's a 30 minute to drive to work. Then I'm working for like, you know, 10 hours plus an hour lunch break. So that's 12 hours. That's 11 hours plus 30 minutes home. And the 30 minutes there, that's 12 hours. There's only 24 hours in a fucking day. (laughs) I come to work, it's dark. I leave work, it's dark. I have one hour of sunshine on my lunch break. And then when I leave, I still have to be a human being. Like I still have to like feed myself. I still have to clean myself. I still have to feed my cats. I might have to go grocery shopping because they're out of food or litter or whatever. Like it was just so much. And I'm like, I'm doing all of this for what? Just to go to sleep and wake up and do it again. Like I cannot, like I can't. I need something else. And so then I just started talking to people and asking them, like, what they do and, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, like, started setting goals. And I'm like, okay, I think in order to get these goals accomplished, I'm going to need a new job. I'm going to need to be getting paid more. And I'm going to need a little bit more time to myself to focus on what I want to do. So that was kind of what led me. And then the insurance thing was fun for me because... It's like, even though sometimes I'm at work because I'm fairly new, like, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing because I kind of don't, but I Mm kind of do. I just have to trust myself and, like, really try to retain everything, which is hard for me because I just don't like not being good at things. I feel that. You know? Mm -hmm. And it's like when you're learning something new, especially a new trade or a new whatever, you're not going to be good at first, you know? Nine times out of ten. So I'm struggling with that, but I'm also cognizant that I'm new. So mm-hmm. you have to suck before you... You have to not know what you're doing before you know what you're doing. It's true. If it's any consolation, um, I was... I'm just a little bit over a year into my job, and I'm just now starting to feel like I know what I'm doing. The whole time like that I was in that year, I was like, I should know what I'm doing by now, and I still feel like I don't. Yeah. So I'm just now, right? Like, January 2023, just now starting to feel like I know what I'm getting to know what I'm doing. So... Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. It just takes time, especially when it's something new and and different from what you've previously been doing. Yeah. Yeah. But you'll get to a point where you just, you know. And honestly, thank you for saying that. Like, I feel like I need to hear that. Like, my best friend tells me that, too. And, like, it's true, but it's just, it's hard. And and it was hard to deal with that, too. Because everyone was like, you're doing great. And I'm like, but no. In my mind, I'm not doing it right. Right. To my standard. Right. I'm doing it good to your standard, but, like. To my standard, we're not there. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that was kind of, like, my transition. But it was fun because it was, like, I get to learn something new. It was almost mm-hmm. like I was back in school because, you know, I, you have to, like, I'm selling insurance. That's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, like, you, you have to be licensed to do that. Mm-hmm. So I have to, like, study. I had to study and, like, learn these things. Like, right now I'm licensed in property and casualty. So that's, like, auto insurance, business insurance, commercial insurance, personal insurance, um, like, for your, your house or, like, if you own a property that you rent out to other people or if you want renter's insurance for yourself to keep your belongings safe at the place you live at. Like, you know, like, I can sell those kind of things to you. And I'm studying right now to get my life and health um, license, um, you know, for obviously life and health insurance for people and stuff like that and for employers to offer their employees and things like that. Um, so it's almost like I'm back in school, but like I'm not. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun in that way. Cause I kind of do miss like studying for things. <laughs> and then you like take a state exam. And then when you pass, you get your license, like you apply for your license once you pass and then the state awards you your license based off of your record. So, yeah. So that was kind of like my process, just wanting more for myself and like being like, okay, this was great, and I'm happy it happened, but it's time to go. 
Yeah. And so did you like give them a two weeks notice? Did you just quit? Like, yeah. What I gave them a two weeks notice, which I'm really proud of myself for because I have never, <laughs> ever in my life, even the times I've given a two week notice, I have never actually stayed the two weeks. Because when you know you're about to leave, and I've never quit a job and not had another job lined up, except for one time. One time because this man called me a slur and thought I didn't hear him. But that's neither here nor there. That was the only time I quit, I quit a job and didn't have another job like lined up. Mm-hmm. But um, I had a job lined up. But like when you wake up in the morning and you're like, I don't want to do this. Because by the time you've already decided that you're going to quit and you've already put in your two weeks, like you're mentally, you were already over. Yeah, it. you're done with that job. You're it's, already it's done. Over. And so my mindset when I'm waking up in the morning, because I'm not really a morning person, is just like, I don't feel like going to work. And it's like, nigga, then don't go. You're leaving anyway. <laughs> like everyone, What are they going to do? Hire you? <laughs> right, exactly. I'm quitting. Just don't go. Like, you don't have to go. You're already done. And then I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I crawl right back in my bed and I sleep peacefully like a baby, <laughs> like sweet baby Jesus, knowing that I have been saved from the sin of that Having job. To go to work. So you didn't do that this time or you did? I did not. Okay. I did not. I stayed my whole two you. weeks. And I did that because. That's adulting right there, y'all. That is adulting. <laughs> and you know why I did it, though? Why? Because while I was working that job, I had a couple of, like, not manic, but I had a couple of like episodes where like my mental health was not where it was be where it was supposed to be because like just like I struggle with anxiety, I don't really struggle with depression as much. But sometimes like I think everyone can relate. You have those waves mm-hmm. where you just feel unmotivated and like yeah. you're sinking and like what is this all for? Like this would be so much easier if I didn't have to do any of this. Like I was having like thoughts like that. It's like I have nothing to show for this. Like you know, and like there was times when I straight up was like I can't do this. But that they were like really big on mental health and they never penalized me for that and never made me feel like looked at differently. And I was like, they've been so patient with me. Like I not like I owed them it, but it's like I would not feel right, like just dipping out on them like I've done every other job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially coming from like food industry. I've never seen that because food industry, you could be like, my uncle just died and they'll be like, OK, that's fine. But I'm going to need you to find someone to cover your shift. <laughs> right. Else I'm going to expect you to be here. <laughs> like they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Okay, like they are like, I'm sorry, but you're still gonna have to sling these chicken wings. Like, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. (laughs) You know what I mean? So to have like such a con like big contrast in how I was treated as an employee and how I was valued and like felt like they actually gave a fuck about me, like on a personal level. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to actually stick out my two weeks and continue to wake up at 6 fucking a.m. before the sun is up and come home at 630 on my way home at 6.30, get home at like 7, 7.15 when the sun has gone down, I'm going to continue to do that for two more weeks because y'all made me feel like you gave a fuck about me. And I'm a loyal ass nigga. I'm proud of you. I love that. I'm, I'm glad you stuck out your two weeks. I'm glad that you were able to get... So was this other job easy to get? Like, did you... What was the process there? No. So this particular company I like applied to for like four or five times. And I've heard other people say the same. Because for whatever reason, they make you jump through all these hoops. Like, you have to take this test, like, these prerequisite tests. That's part of the application process. And then, like, once I, like, got my first application, then he, like, the guy who, like, I worked for was like, okay, like, now you're going to take, like, this test. He's like, it's no big deal. It's just, like, a personality test. That was true, but he did not tell me it was a two-part test. So one part was, like, personality test. Like, how do you respond in this situation? Or, like, Mm -hmm. what do you think about this? What would you do? Blah, blah, blah. pretty standard. The other one was like this math fucking like it was like literally like this impractical (laughs) fucking SAT like fucking bullshit. Like one of the questions would be like Lady Q has 
45 grapes <laughs> or 45 bunches of grapes. Each grape or 36 of the bunches has 12 grapes. The remaining have 24. On her way home, she decides to give one of the bunches with 24 to, I don't know, a homeless lady on the side of the street. The homeless lady decides she tasted a grape, didn't like it, gave it back to Lady Q. <laughs> then Lady Q fell over a puddle and lost four of the bunches. How many grapes does she have left? And it's like, bitch, what? <laughs> like, what the fuck? And it's like, who the fuck knows this? Like... <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> like, like, it was literally like that. Like, I was at my friend's house and we were chilling, oh and she was like, You're gonna do fine. Like, you're really good at math. It's gonna be fine. And I was like, Okay, yeah, I know, right? Like, I'm just gonna take this test. And she we were just literally like, We were like trying not to laugh. And I was like, No, we have to stop. Like, this is serious. Like, I need this job. It's the closest I've gotten with this company. Like, I cannot, like, not get this. Oh my God. But the questions literally were like that. Like, it was just insane. It was insane. It was insane, but I somehow, I guess I did okay, and whatever. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, then I got the job offer, but I had to get my, I had to license first before I could officially, like, start. Makes sense. And so then once I got my license, and I got, I passed, and then I text the guy I worked for, and I was like, hey, I passed, and then he sent me my accept offer letter and then I accepted it and then I gave my two weeks well actually I think I had already gave my two weeks so I was like even more pressured to mm -hmm. pass and I'm not a good test taker because I have anxiety and tests give me lots of anxiety wow what a journey and so but with this job so I know you said you were talking to a lot of people um a bit, this is basically your interview are you having fun yeah I know I was thinking that too um <laughs> so all right I know you said you talked to a lot of people asked what they did and so I'm assuming some people like recommended this job to you yeah so one of my best friends who's yet to be on the show but she will be eventually shout out to i don't even know if i should say her name or just let y'all be surprised when she comes on but um she works for this company and she recommended them to me um she was like yeah she was like i know you want to like get your own place and you want to like not have roommates and blah, blah 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 she was like you can do that working this job so i mean i work there you can put me down as a reference she works in a different department than me mm -hmm. but um yeah, and I don't even know if I want to stay in the department I'm in forever, but because there are so many different departments, I just, like, want to get in with the company and then migrate how yeah. I see fit. You know, that's, like, my game plan. Because I'm always thinking ahead when it comes to jobs because I know me, and I typically don't last more than a year at a job. I'm, like, kind of over it by that point. I'm on to the next. So whenever I start a job, I'm always thinking, like, how can this be a stepping stone into my next destination? Yeah. That's always my mindset when I start a job. I never look at a job as, like, a permanent place, ever. Okay. Okay, so good. So you got referred there. And so you're, I guess, let me think. Is this the type of job that you get a salary with? Or is this the type of job where you get, like, it's commission-based? Or how does that work? Both. Okay, I thought it might be some sort of hybrid yeah. mix. So, so you get a, a salary plus commission? Yeah, a salary okay, plus nice. commission. Nice. So, But you have to, like, I don't get, like, a commission on every policy I write. So I have to write a certain amount of policies part like and those like those have to equal a certain amount of money mm. you know what i mean so it's like a target that you have to hit yeah okay. it's like a target Before you can get the commission yeah okay but like when i was like looking at like my compensation plan i was like oh bet bitch like once i get in this bitch and i really know what the fuck i'm doing like i'm gonna make bank because like i saw like the numbers like if you sell this much like this is how much your commission would be and that would be, would be what's added to your paycheck mm -hmm. and i'm like Listen, as you know from the grilling story, <laughs> if it's about a dollar, 
I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna make it. Okay. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna finesse my way into some fucking money. Like as poor as my spending habits are, and I'm still not broke. Listen, one thing about me is I'm gonna find. I'm gonna sniff it out. I'm gonna sniff it out. I really am. So, I love it. I love it. I love everything about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways, we'll talk about insurance later. Okay. <laughs> we can talk about that on our own time. Sure. But you should sure. let me draw you up a quote. Yeah. Um, on your auto insurance, see if I can save you some money. And Definitely. then who do you rent with? Like, what do you mean? Like, you're renting. Do you have renter's insurance? Yes. Who do Progressive. You okay, yeah, perfect. It's bundled. It's bundled? Okay. You, you save some money when you bundle. Yeah, you save they, money see, with my company when you bundle, too. <laughs> yeah, you save money when you bundle with me, too. So I'm going to... Okay. We'll talk. Right. I'm going to get you get some info from you. Right. Anyways, enough about me. Okay. Catch us up. What's up? Okay, yeah. So, um, like I said, <clears throat> since the last time we spoke, my car died. Um, I had to go through the whole car buying process, which was new for me, because when I bought my other car, I bought it from CarMax, which was a used car lot. So... While it was similar, it was not quite similar because it was a used car. So I did right. get to test drive it. But, you know, with this one, I went to the Honda lot and, um, you know, they let us look and see what they had. And I got in the car, I got to drive around. It was really, really cool. I was like, ooh, I feel so fancy. Everything's so new and nice. It's got all these features. I feel so. Yeah. I feel so adult. Do I feel you have so like grown. the digital dash thing, like the digital speed thing? Yes. Oh my god, yes, I love those. It's like a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel very very fancy in that thing, and like it, it, there were just all these cute little features, like oh, you can unlock the car without taking the keys out of your bag, just by putting your hand on the door handle, and just all these different things. And I was like, okay, I feel so fancy. And then they they hit me with the price that I was gonna have to pay every month, and I was like, oh, mm. I see. People be paying for this stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, I, I needed a new car. I was like, I can't not have a car. Yeah. Because I have to go to work. I have to do Instacart on the weekends, like, mm-hmm. to be able to afford my life. Like, I, I, I need a vehicle. So I bit the bullet. I bought it. I was like, I'm gambling that I'm going to get this promotion and really be able to afford it. Um, so that's what I did. And then at work, mm-hmm. I did get the promotion. So that's exciting. I got promoted whoop, whoop. in November. Thank Shit. you. Sorry, Thank y'all. you. <laughs> so I feel like I'm finally at a point I'm finally about to start making the type of money where I can like have some money after paying my bills and that's important you know mm-hmm. and I'm like and be able to save and budget because I'm really trying to save to buy a house mm. because I'm tired of renting and I just want to own something mm. um, okay these are like really great goals yeah these no, are great I'm, I'm goals I'm saving to buy a house so that's what I'm trying to do and with this new I haven't gotten the new paycheck yet like the first check we got was still the old pay Mm-hmm. Or at least half of it was old pay because it didn't take effect until January 1st. Mm-hmm. So this next check that we're getting, I guess, uh, at this upcoming week, that'll be when I really see what my check's going to be like. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I feel like I calculated it in my mind, but I don't really know what I was doing as far as taking out the taxes. So we'll see if I was close, if I was off. We'll see. Right. But well, um, one thing I do want to say is this kind of made me flash back to, um, I think it was season one. It might have been season two, but I feel like it was season one when we did the first time we did like the question generator. Yeah. And oh, we were that was talking such a fun about <laughs> what? We're going to have to bring that back. I swear that was we really are. fun. And there was one part when I don't even know what the question was, but maybe it was like, where do you see yourself in five years or something like that? I don't know. But we were just talking about how like you just want to be you were saying you just want to be like 
just like always on point. Yeah. Like, like your foot is always on their neck. I do. Like, every time. That's still true. That's like, still true. And I, I don't want like... these bitches to be able to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> do you hear me? Foot on their neck, they cannot breathe. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. It's over for these <laughs> But this is like, I feel like you're, you're steady moving there. in that oh, direction. I'm getting there. You are moving in that I'm direction. I'm making these moves. Period. When I tell you, every time I get in my car, I feel like that bitch. I feel like that bitch. I'm not even going to lie to you. Yes. When I was driving it off the lot, I was like, yep, it's time to put on Megan Thee Stallion as I'm driving home because that's what I feel like riding around in this car. I just felt ugh, everything felt right. I was like, this is this is what I need. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then I got the promotion at work. That was cool. And I felt like, oh, I'm going to be able to do the same level of work. But they actually were like, no, you're going to do more. Which was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all good. I feel like I'm handling it really well. And like I said, I'm just now finally feeling like I'm understanding what I'm doing at work. So I feel like I'm going in with like a little bit more confidence. Like mm-hmm. like the senior in front of my name is making me feel like Yeah. Oh, I know what I'm doing. Like I got a little bit of a little bit of clout. Like I'm Yeah. You got some weight on your belt. Yeah, like I'm yeah. Only a year in, I'm already promoted. Like <laughs> Right. Okay. So I feel I feel good about that. And I'm Anxious to keep the momentum going. I bought two planners, mm-hmm. like two agendas, one for like my budget mm-hmm. and one for just everything else. Mm-hmm. And I've been steadily using them. I'm really proud of myself. Um, the budget one's been the biggest help, I would say, mm-hmm. because I'm actually tracking my finances. I'm actually like writing down what I'm spending in a week, tracking like, is it needs, is it wants, how can I cut expenses? Like I said, I'm really trying to save for this house. So I got to mm-hmm. really take a conscious look at where my money goes mm-hmm. and to try and keep more of it. So that's been going on. What else? What else has been going on with me? Mm, that's, I mean, yeah, that's been the big things. I Do would you say. have a goal or a deadline of like when, like a timeline or are you just like, just let me build an egg and then. I'll... Well, I'm aiming for the end of this year. Wow. That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, it seems like a lofty goal because I'm starting from absolute zero. Yeah. <laughs> like I have zero savings. Yeah. Well, not now. Now I have a little bit of savings. Cause I had one check, but mm-hmm. when I made this goal, I was starting from zero. Well, I am so excited for this journey. And I think that it's really important because I feel like, you know, at our age, like if I was trying to do this, I would also be starting from zero. Yeah. Um, but it's like motivating. You know what I mean? Like to hear that, like you're, I don't know that you don't let that deter you and that you're just determined to like to get it done and to like still like, okay, I might not be starting from nothing, but I mean, everybody kind of, well, not everybody. Some people are just lucky and like are born into it or whatever, but you know what I mean? Like, or or taught like at a young age or like had like, I don't know, just good jobs for a long time, but whatever. Like, I don't know. I just think it's really, really good. And it's really inspiring because I've been kind of thinking about how I can like start saving. Mm -hmm. So and I liked your idea of having a pl- an agenda for your, your budget because yeah. my mom was telling me I need to get a planner too, but she was just telling me like a planner to keep track of my life and stuff yeah. like that. And like, and I can show you mine, like, you know, after the show or whatever, but it's just, it's really helpful just to see it and to look at it and to be like, okay, this is what it is. Like have it written down. Cause if you can just think about it in your mind, you're like, okay, yeah. Like I have an approximation or, mm-hmm. you know, this is generally what I spend. But when it's written down, when it's hard facts and you can't escape it, you're like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's where all my money went. Oh, right. Look how much I'm spending in these bills. How can I cut that back? Like that's when you really can take control. Right. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm right. trying to take some control. 
Yes. Well, more power to you. I'm yeah. really, really excited for this journey of yours, yes. and I cannot wait to see how it's going. Oh, another thing I will say. I've been yes. super consistent in the gym since about the end of October. Mm-hmm. I've been super consistent, and that's exciting because previously I would be really, really consistent, and then as soon as I would fall off like a day, I would just kind of fall off. Mm-hmm. But this time around, I felt very much like I'm not trying to just get to an end goal, really. I'm trying to really, really make this like a life change. So mm-hmm. there may be days where I don't feel like doing it, and that's okay. I can try and push myself. And a lot of times I push myself, I'm able to do it. And sometimes I try and push myself, and I can't, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't beat myself up about missing a workout or missing two workouts or three workouts in a row as long as I get back on it. And I'm like, okay, now we're back like we never left. Right. So in that in, in that in its own has really kept me on it because I'm like, no, we just it's not you didn't fall off. You're not starting over from day one. This is just the next time you're working out. So go do it. Don't stop. And so that's just really kept me on it. Yes. Consistency. Yeah. That's amazing. I saw um, a tweet, not a tweet. I think it was like an Instagram reel of this guy talking. And he was like, you know, if a person consistently goes out, goes to the gym or, you know what I mean? Like on day one, they're not going to see results. On day two, they're not going to see results. Day three, they're not going to receive results. Mm-hmm. They're going to miss a few days. They're not going to see results. They're on day four, they're not going to see results. Next week, next month. But someday, there's going to come a day, as long as they stick to it and keep doing it, eventually, I don't know what day it's going to be, but there's going to be a day when they see the results. And I was just like, that's so important because I feel like that can be applied to really anything. Anything. It's true. And most things just require consistency. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because you're doing it every day and you're like, I'm putting in all this hard work. I'm doing it. I'm doing what I need to do. And I don't see the results. That can be really, really hard. And that can be really, really demotivating because you're like, well, then what am I doing this for? If I'm going to look the same as I did when I wasn't doing all this work, why am I doing all this work? But that's the thing. You have to just remain consistent. You have to be like, well, I'm doing this not just to look better. I'm also doing this to feel better. I'm doing this for better health. I'm doing this to, to be able to have more energy, to play with my dog, to, to hang out with my friends, to be able to mm-hmm. live longer, anything, whatever, yeah. or whatever your goals are. If you're budgeting, I'm doing this because I want to buy a house. I'm doing yeah. this because I want to go on vacation, hang out with my friends in Aruba. You know, like whatever your goals are, whatever thing that it is you need to be consistent with, it's going to suck in the moment and you're not going to feel like doing it, but mm-hmm. who cares? Do it mm. anyway. Yeah. Do it anyway. That's what being an adult is. Doing it anyway. Do it anyway. Yeah. Because yeah. most times you won't feel like it. Most times I don't feel like it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Most times, shit, listen. <laughs> most times you don't feel like you know doing it. Yeah. Most times I literally just want to sit at home and binge watch whatever I'm watching. Yeah. Not get up and work out, but... Mm-hmm. I do it because I do want to be that bitch. I'm still on that journey. That ain't never. Period. That ain't never gone away. I'm still going to be that bitch. I'm okay. So I want to talk a little bit about earlier. I mentioned to you that I wanted to know your New Year's resolutions yes. or your New Year's motivations yes. or what we're, what we're looking for. Yes. So talk Everything. to me. Okay. Talk to us. Let us know. Okay. So actually, my agenda, my planner's right here. I'm going to grab it because that's where I wrote them down in. Period. Yes. Come on, agenda. I am the agenda. <laughs> okay grabbed her look at her isn't she cute mm-hmm. okay so this was the original cover right here but i didn't like this so i, I don't either it. i was a very white girl this is the back so i flipped it and now this is the cover anyway. yeah good choice so, good choice all right my goals 
Here they are. I just call them goals because they're not resolutions. These are just things I'm continuing. Because like I said, I started in October. That's the end of the mm-hmm. year, basically. Mm-hmm. But I said, I'm not about to wait until the new year to get what I want. Right. Why would I do that? I'm going to start right right now. And by the time the new year comes, I'll be three months in. <laughs> mm. So, period. Catch up. Okay. So, right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. My goals were work out four to five times a week. Maintain a beauty routine weekly. Save $6,000 for house down payment. That sounds like such a lofty goal when I say that out loud. Because, again, starting from zero. Um, develop a mostly, eating, a mostly healthy eating plan. Mostly healthy. Yeah, okay. I mean, everybody's got to have, like, yeah, duality. You know, because I don't think... can't be, like, fucking kale yeah. and, like, pineapple smoothies. I'm like, not going to be know? that kind of... No, I'm just going to eat what I want, but just... I'm going to be thoughtful about it, you know? Yeah. Okay, book three voiceover jobs. Mm. Because I've been talking about getting back on, into voiceover, and I just have not been doing it. And mm-hmm. I think it's the fear of it not being perfect. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm trying to get rid of that. It's like, no, bitch, just do it. Yeah. Even if Remind it's not perfect. me of that when we when you go through your list. Yes. Um, read eight books. And teach Luna to stop jumping on people and pulling the leash. I love that. So... Those were my goals for 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping I exceed most of them. Yeah. But if I can hit them, that's even better. So, yeah, those are my goals. I try to think of, like, attainable things. But still, I wanted them to be attainable, but I wanted them to also be something I have to reach for and actually, like, try. Yeah. I don't want them to be easily attainable. Yeah, so. like, brush my teeth. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so, those were mine. Okay, what were yours? Um, like I said, I don't really have any. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mine is really just the word more. Um, and just putting myself in positions to have more and do more because I want more. I deserve more. Yeah. And I need more. <laughs> hey, for real. <laughs> so I've just really just been focusing on the word more and what that looks like. And also just like in other standpoints, like not just in things like like physical things like okay like i want more financial security so i need to get another job i need because i need more money or like i want more but like also things like i want more peace i want to eliminate stress from my life like i don't want to have to like you know be as worried and like as anxious and as whatever about like the things around me so like maybe that more means like i need to like meditate more Mm -hmm. or i need to pray more you know what i mean or i need to like maybe go back to therapy or like just like express myself more and stop bottling everything in all the time and acting like things are fine or you know what I mean like maybe it's like I need to be like more emotionally available sometimes like I have a hard time with that like because I don't really like letting people in so like especially people I don't like know for real for real or like even just like I don't know people I do know but like I'm like scared to trust you know what I mean like I'm always like kind of guarded so like I don't know but I feel like I deserve to like be vulnerable and to like be safe because I know that I'm in a place where even if this all did come crashing down or blow up in my face, like I'm still going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't have to be scared. I don't have to be like whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'm able to give more of myself to things because like at the end of the day, I know I'm anchored. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like just on different levels, um, just kind of like just working on myself as a whole. And I kind of, I'm like a strong believer where like my mom told me this thing one time about how like if you just walk like in your purpose and like just like even if you don't really know what it is you're looking for or like what it is you want or what it is that like you need if you just like walk in your purpose and like 
be a good person and take care of yourself mm-hmm. and like just like just just move and keep moving like eventually you'll get to wherever you're supposed to be even if you didn't know that's where you're supposed to be mm. you know what i mean yeah i love that yeah because it just it's like just stay on the path that you know that, you, that your gifts are telling you to be on yeah. and you'll get to where you need to be yeah exactly like it's like it you know and so i'm just trying to operate out of that like i don't really have like a specific like like detailed everything written out and ironed out mm-hmm. i'm just moving but I'm moving in the way that I know that I'm supposed to be moving. So, yeah. I love it. And I love that you have a word for the year. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that you kind of just focused on a word and you're like, I want that in every aspect. <laughs> just <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Friends, family, relationships, jobs, anywhere, mm-hmm. everywhere. More. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, I love it so very much. Yeah. Like, you were saying something earlier in your list um, oh, I think you said to remind you about, sorry, I got to flip to it again. Y'all. Just right there. Oop. Which one? Book three voiceover? Time? Oh, yeah. You were talking about it being perfect. Yeah. And yeah. I was recently at lunch with a friend lately, not lately, recently. Um, I was recent. Did I just say I was recently at a friend? Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was out to eat with one of my friends the other day. And, um... She was telling me about how, like, she's, like, 29, and she was, like, I just feel like, what if I'm too late? Like, what if, like, you know, it's over for me? And she was, like, I really just, like, this new year, like, I want to stop getting in my own way because I'm scared of it, like, not being, like, you know, like, good enough or, like, it being judged or whatever. And then, like, I, she's, like, I'm just scared, like, what if I do this and I don't make it? And I said to her, which I'll say to you as well, okay, if you do it and you don't make it. I feel like you're no worse off than you are right now. That's exactly what I said. I was like, if you do it and you don't make it, then you did it and you don't make it. But if you don't do it, you definitely ain't going to make it. So you might as well just do it. True. Because you have nothing to lose, only to gain. Yeah. There are no losses here. It's never a penalty. It can only be a benefit. Yeah. You know in, what I mean? In my mind, like, it's like, like you said, and the, what I keep trying to tell myself is, one, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be good enough. But also, if I do it and I fail... Yes, I will have failed, but I'm no worse off because I'm already not booking any jobs. I'm already not doing the thing. So if I do it and fail, I'm still just you're in the same boat either thing, way. You know? Yeah. But if I do it and then surprise, surprise, it takes off, and then it's like, well, bam. What if I'm? What if? What if I do it and then I discover, well, snap! Now I got a whole another source of income. I I could be making so much money, I could quit my job. Yeah. You know? Or what if you do it and it takes you in a whole nother route? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Anything. what if you do it and as you're doing it, it make, because you have decided to go down that path, someone else from, you meet someone on that path and it might not be voice work related, but maybe they have a connection somewhere else or maybe there's somebody, you know what yeah, I mean? Like you just, just never know where it could lead to, even if it doesn't, again, just moving in the direction that you know you're supposed to be moving and you don't, even if you don't know where it's going to take you, when you get there, you'll know. Yeah, and I feel like I've just been, when I went back and looked back at my old notes from when I was taking those vocal lessons with my vocal coach, one, I realized that was four years ago. So, my God, how time flies. Um, but two, I was like, what am I waiting on to do these things? I keep wanting it to be perfect and being like, well, I don't want to do it because what if it's not exactly everything just exactly, but it's never going to be that way. Mm-hmm. So I just need to do it. And then the more I do it, the better I'll get at it. If I, Maybe I don't like the first demo I do, but then... I keep doing it and maybe I'll like the fifth one mm-hmm. and then maybe that'll be the one that gets me work. 
mm-hmm. or whatever. So I'm just trying to I'm just mm-hmm. trying to get out of that mindset and just do it. Just do the stuff. Just do the things I want to do to make the changes I want to make, and stop like she said, getting in my own way. Yeah, for so. sure. Yeah, I follow this guy on Instagram and he does like dance videos. And I really just started following him, like, when I did follow him because I thought he was cute. Um, but he, like, would post these dance videos, and they were just, like, not good. But you know what? It's been, like, I feel like a year and a half, two years since I've been following him. And now his videos are so good. But, really? yeah. Like, they're really good. Like, and I'm just like, damn, Sam, like, let this be a lesson. Like, you followed him because he was cute, but he actually really taught you something. Because he was putting out these little shitty-ass videos, barely on beat, like, you know what I mean? Like, trying to do things, like, outside of his range. Like, you know what I mean? But he was doing it, he was posting it proudly, you know what I mean? Proudly. Didn't give a fuck. Did not give a fuck. You know what I mean? And now look at him, eating it up. Eating it up. You know what I mean? I love it. And so I'm like... That's so motivational. So, yeah, you might not like your first couple, you know, yeah. first little bit. But just like we were talking about jobs, like, you kind of have to... I don't know if we talked about it on the show, if we talked about that privately. But anyways, you know, sometimes when you first start off... Oh, yeah, I think we talked about it on the show. Like, you, you're you not going to be great when you first start off. You're yeah, not going to yeah, really know you're what not. you're doing. you got to find your footing. But you got to, like, keep trying to walk. Yeah. Like, you know, how many times do babies topple over? But eventually they find their footing. Yeah. So, that's the goal this year. I'm really trying to, like... I'm trying to get to another level this year. That's Period. where I'm at. Another level. That's I'm on I'm my at. level. Yeah, I'm on my level. All right. Yeah. Well, that feels like a really that was a really great catch up. I feel like that was, that a, was good a really up. good reintroduction to us and kind of a mm-hmm. give everyone get you up to speed on where we at. Yep. 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 Yeah. Well, that kind of wraps it up for me. Yeah. Me too. Um, you guys, don't forget. I feel like we don't ever promote our social media, so don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Adulting Unscripted. Yep. Um, make sure you guys subscribe to us on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever Google Play, you listen to podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast, so you can know when it's coming out. Um, just in case you know you forget, and we have an email as well. If you guys yeah. want to send us questions or ask for advice yes. or really anything you want to say, the floor is yours. Yeah, and that email address is www.adultingunscripted at gmail.com. <laughs> Without the www dot. <laughs> no, you need that. Wait, it is? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's where we be. So yeah, show us some love. Thank you guys for listening and sticking through and with us this far. Yeah. And be sure to tune in next week where we'll be back with another episode of Adulting Unscripted. As always, I'm your girl, Lady Q. And I'm your boy, Sam. And we out. <laughs>